This is the Kratom Science Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gallagher, blog and social media writer for KratomScience.com, your source for all things Kratom. My guest is Cammie Ann Davis. Cammie was in a rafting accident in her 20s that led to a life of chronic pain. She went on to become a nurse. The physical strain of nursing combined with the opioid medications for her chronic pain led her to search for an alternative. Cammie discovered Kratom and has become an advocate for the plant that she says provides focus, energy, as well as pain relief. This is Cammie Ann Davis, and this is her Kratom story. Uh, in your article, which is really good, it was for alternative alternative pain treatment directory. Okay, so it said you had you had an accident. What yeah, happened so there? Was I, it a car accident? Well, so I suffered um, three injuries over the course of eight years. the The first one was a really bad raft, uh, whitewater rafting accident, mm. and that caused PTSD. I'm sure. Um, I, mean, I can go into that a little bit. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, well, at the time, we thought we had signed up for an intermediate course, class four rapids. However, due to the late rains that spring, we ran into five plus class rapids. Oh, wow. Which are non runnable. But, um, yeah. So, anyways, it was crazy. Our raft tipped. And, you know, I was the only girl on the raft, the, you know, all guys, Marines, firefighters. But, yeah, we got smashed up into like the rocks and just consumed a bunch of water, contaminated water. Anyways. We were camping, of course, you know, on a trip, and we all fell out of the raft, and I had to be rescued. We all had to be rescued, but thankfully, I, you know, caught up to another raft, and they threw me a rope and took me in, and so the next day, like, I was bruised from head to toe, and then, you know, I didn't feel very good because I drank all that that water, but, Mm. um, but I didn't get checked out or anything, and then at that time, I wasn't a nurse or I didn't have any experience, so I didn't ice it or, or anything. So, you know, what you're supposed to do, because, you know, once you turn chronic, then it's harder to treat with scar tissue and all that. But so then like three months later, yeah, I'm sorry. um, But three months later, I wake up and I'm in a lot of pain. And then so I go to get x-rays and it shows that my C1 is um, displaced 3.8 millimeters. And yeah, and um, and then it also showed because I got X-rays and I got a video fluoroscopy where it's cool. It's like an X-ray. It shows you um, while you're moving, and that showed the lig- um, ligamentous laxity. So you know my ligaments were like working right. They weren't supporting my neck properly. Uh-huh. But and then and I wasn't able to get surgery because of where it was at because the C1 that that's right at the base of your skull. So they couldn't really do anything. Um, but yeah, and then all that time, like I kept working and of course, you know, my dream was to become a nurse and I was so young, like this was back in the nineties. And so I wasn't, I, I think I have a pretty high pain tolerance too, but I just ate Excedrin like candy and then just took ibuprofen every single day until that ate the lining of my stomach. And I, for, I could not take it any longer mm. after a few years of that because it just damaged my stomach. And um, it's interesting now, once I started Kratom, my stomach issues cleared up. So that was mm. a good thing. So I just kept, you know, working and then I was going to school and just <laughs> taking Excedrin. You know, I never like yeah. asked for pain pills or anything like that. But, <sighs> and I graduated, you know, I, I succeeded. Thank goodness. I mean, at least I graduated and I became a nurse. And then 
so I worked at Napa State Hospital. That's pretty dangerous environment. The nurses and techs, um, they don't have any kind of protection mm-hmm. um, on the unit. It's, and of course, they don't tell us that. I mean, there are hospital police, but they're not on the unit. And they can't even, they don't even carry guns or any kind of protection, like not even a stun gun. So the nurses and techs on the unit were just on the floor and all we have is an alarm pen. But um, so, you know, and we have to deal with stressful situations. I worked on um, the forensic side. Um, I worked with the criminally insane. And okay. so, you know, we had to perform, um, do takedowns. And, and so anyways, that was wear and tear. And then just, you know, I was re-injuring myself. So that just <laughs> escalated. And From then, like you know, wrestling patients to the problems. ground and stuff? Yeah, that sort of thing. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's a pretty wild job. I mean, it was really interesting. But had I known there was no security like yeah. that, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, I would have just, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't have worked there probably. But And the money was good. So that's always yeah. appealing. So that contributed. And fibromyalgia, like I had that. And I totally believe that that is a result of multiple traumas to the body. Yeah, I've had fibro for 20 years. And I mean, I still don't understand it completely, but I can manage it pretty well. And as long as I take, you know, good care of myself and like manage my stress, you know, can manage it. And Kratom does wonders for it. Um, it's widespread pain, you know, that just makes you like hurt all over. It feels like you're wearing a wetsuit that's 10 times too small, <laughs> if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it because I... I, just for this, I talk to a lot of people that say they have fibromyalgia, and, and kratom seems to be a good, uh, good thing to take for it. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to get an idea of what it feels like. But that's a good way to describe it. Thanks, and and then also causes brain fog and okay. really bad fatigue. And so kratom helps that also. Like really, really good. Um, yeah. And so at some point, you said in your article that you were uh, taking morphine and opioids for all your pain. Oh, right. Yeah, and they also prescribed me um, Xanax and Neurontin and Tramadol. Oh, the tra- the Neurontin was horrible. Like it made me feel really dizzy and um, just you know not clear headed. And the morphine, yeah. it was hard to take that because I already had fatigue, and yeah. it it kind of made that worse, you know. And so I had to really fight that off. Yeah, I didn't really like those medications at all. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, they did relieve my pain. But mm-hmm. the side effects weren't very good. And, of course, you know, they can cause respiratory depression, too. So that's that's another good thing about Kratom is that, um, you know, it's atypical. Uh, it only partially attaches to your mood receptors. So, therefore, you know, it doesn't cause the respiratory depression. And, it's, you know, low risk for addiction and yeah. all that. So you said you had some of these um, conditions for 20 years. Is th- Did it start with the rafting accident? It did. Okay. Yeah, like months after it. I mean, it kind of just, it escalated because, um, after when I was nursing and like working with, I also uh, worked at Sonoma Developmental Center. It's pretty much like a state hospital, long-term residential treatment facility. And that's a lot of lifting and, you know, dressing, bathing, bedridden clients. So that was tough too. Yeah. And, you know, I already had back problems, so it just probably wasn't the best job for me. But Yeah, really. And then finally, yeah. And then finally, like I, uh, I just, I guess the pain got to me one day and I was giving the patients their meds. I forgot to give my, my patient his seizure meds. And the next day he had a grand mal seizure 
and I, you know, I'm there to help people not hurt them. And I felt so bad. That's when I knew, like, I had, I had to leave and like, you know, try and find a different field to work in. Mm-hmm. So I left, you know, cause that just, I thought, okay, well, as a nurse or, you know, psych tech or whatever, you have to be precise and you have to have excellent critical thinking skills. And, you know, obviously mine are being affected. So I left and then I, you know, I looked for like jobs that I could work at home. So I, I started my own childcare business and then I um, started uh, medical transcribing. I got my certificate and I actually, you know, I made money. I mean, not as much as when, when I worked at, in the hospital, but, you know, at least it was something. So when did you discover Kratom? Wow, not even that long. I mean, um, three years ago. And I was just so tired of the fatigue and the negative side effects from the medications that I, that I was on. And then times were getting just crazy. You know, I could tell they kept saying, well, you know, the, the government and everything, they were coming down on the doctors and just everything I thought I need to try and look for an alternative. So yeah. I Googled, um, yeah, I typed in the search bar alternative opioids and Kratom pops up. So I start to research it and you know, I was really careful. I looked at different vendors and did all, as much research as I could about it. And then I ordered some and it just changed. You know, I tried it and it was amazing. It it just took my pain away and, you know, no fatigue. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the most negative side effect that I've ever experienced so far is if I don't drink enough water, I get a headache. But it's, it's, it's it has a lot of pros for me personally. Mm-hmm. And so it just changed my life, you know, for the better. Was it, did you discover it before you um, quit nursing or, or No, after? I, yeah, that's the sad thing. It saddens me because, you know, if only I would have known about Kratom, if I could have tried it before I quit, yeah. then I probably would still be nursing. Oh, totally. I definitely, or, I mean, so I wouldn't, my life probably wouldn't have changed as much. And I mean, at least I finally found out about Kratom, but yeah. So many Americans are in the dark. I mean, you know, it's they say like 10 to 15 million Americans consume Kratom, but then what? Like our population is 327 million. Yeah. So that's really not that much, right? And when I ask people, hey, did you ever hear of it? You know, and they're like, what? What? Does it get you high? Or I'm like, well, no, that's not yeah, really. Yeah, there's stigma around it, right? It's, yeah. Everyone thinks it's negative. They just don't know what FDA it is. And, and the media. Yeah, and it's kind of frustrating because it's like outside. We're trying to reach other people, and I put this on my personal Facebook, this podcast, and stuff, and and I'm trying to get people to realize it's not really a you know legal drug to, to get high from. It's 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 more like I mean a lot of people use it to get sober like the other way around right, exactly mm-hmm. yeah i've read hundreds of testimonies of people quitting heroin and people are it's helping them with alcoholism and, and that's amazing that's significant yeah it's saving it's i believe it's saving people's lives not destroying them but as the media puts it it's crazy they you know if you google kratom then the dea pops up i mean the negativity pops up first I think the testimonies, do you think that helps? Like when all of us, like the advocates and people like speak up about it, do you think that's helping? Absolutely, yeah. I'm trying to get basically this podcast and I do uh, like an article on there on uh, Kratom Science called Kratom Stories and I'm trying to get people to tell their story. And I'm working on, we have like 
4,000 comments on the page and on different articles, and I'm kind of working on putting those together to have, like, a list of testimonies to, that I it could be in, like, one document, and I could email it to who, yeah, whoever, needs to, who never, whoever needs to read it. Mm-hmm. But, Congressmen yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the American Kratom Association, they're doing phenomenal work, I think. Yes, right? definitely. I mean, they're trying, they're trying to introduce the Kratom Consumer Protection Act on the federal level, and yep. they've already you know, introduced it across, you know, some states. We're lucky to have them. So, I mean, even, like, I was arrested a year ago. Oh, really? Over, yeah, yeah. Um, Last year I was driving home from an art show, and I missed a stop sign. So I get pulled over and asked if I had been drinking. I said no. The cop, he, he gives me a breath test. I pass it, of course. And he gives me a field sobriety test. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, honestly, I don't have the best of balance. And it was late. I I failed it. <laughs> I didn't do very well. Uh, and it was cold and freezing in my defense. But anyway, so then he asked me, uh, did he take any medications today? And I said, nope. Just, and I, I mean, I guess I was just ignorant. I thought, I didn't think this would be a bad thing to mention Kratom. Yeah. I mentioned, I, all I took was one half teaspoon of Kratom this morning. Yeah. Around, you know, what, what time? At around 7 a.m. And that was hours and hours ago. This was 10 o'clock at night. And yeah. so after that, it just went downhill. I mean, he arrested me. He handcuffed me. Oh, my God. Drug us to the station. And then for like four hours, he just kept repeating tests on me. And, you know, I, I passed the, the test. Yeah. I mean, I'm not as cold or whatever, but it was crazy. I mean, they thought, they believed that it was, um, you know, a psychoactive substance. Yeah, that impairs and intoxicates people. Like they had a really, really bad idea about it. So I, I mean, finally they let me go, but it, that was horrible. Yeah, I, that's like being arrested for drinking coffee, but half a teaspoon. <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, right, and it was such. I mean, it was yeah. a long time ago too. Yeah, like it was hours and hours ago that I told him. But it's like he just had this this bad opinion of it already. Did you beat the, right. did you beat the charges though? Nope, he wasn't. I don't think he could charge me on anything. Yeah, really. I mean, cause, because because you Kratom weren't drunk. Isn't, no, people don't understand. It actually helps your focus. It's more like coffee, really, especially at that sm- small amount. How, how much do you take a day? Do you usually just take half, half a teaspoon? No. Okay, so I mean that was that one day, but now I take one to two teaspoons at a time. Yeah. About three times. About three times a day. Yeah. And I also take breaks one break every month okay you know and i also switch um strains you know because i don't want to build a tolerance because Mm -hmm. that's just i mean that's the truth we can build a tolerance to it but same with caffeine and you know other things i believe that anything you can make anything a problem yeah so you know i mean you need to respect the plant and take it responsibly and at minimal doses not don't abuse it don't take huge amounts do you find that it's better than uh, opioids for chronic pain? I think it works just as well, if yeah. not better. And it's it's great because it helps my fatigue. Yeah. As opposed to the opioids, it, it didn't do that. Like, it didn't really get rid of the brain fog as well. And I would feel drowsy at times on them. So that's a huge pro for me. That's cool. With Kratom. And does it um, help uh, specifically with PTSD? Is it just uh, maybe helps with the anxiety and depression that comes from that? Definitely. Yeah. It helps so much with that. I also take ashwagandha, and that 
that helps too. I take it with the kratom, but okay. kratom is excellent. I've heard yeah. that before. I, I think I've talked to somebody that takes it. I think it's an agonist, maybe, of uh, kratom. Yeah, yeah. I take I take one half teaspoon with every dose. It's really good for anxiety. Did you have uh, withdrawals when you when you took opiates? Uh, yeah. Like I mean, if if I stopped, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were bad. But I don't feel like that with kratom. Like I never crave kratom. Yeah. And some some days I can take three doses as opposed to another day if I'm not you know doing as much, I can take like one or two and there's no difference for me personally. Yeah. Like I don't feel withdrawals or anything like that. I um, mean, and then you know, kratom is known to have some degree of addiction and withdrawal, but it's, yeah. it's nowhere near the amount for heroin or morphine or anything like that. I, I think for most people, it's it's like you, like it's manageable, and and you take breaks. You said right, right. I do, I do, mm-hmm. and I mean, I believe that there's a difference between addiction and dependence. Do you? I mean, I yeah, I hear like, that a lot example, from chronic like, pain I mean, people. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a difference between someone who is psychologically addicted to a substance or a feeling as opposed to someone who is taking something to relieve their pain. Yeah. Or maybe they're physiologically dependent. And how do you do you uh, make tea or do you just do Tosh and Wash? So I I make tea sometimes, but usually I uh I mix it with orange juice and a little bit of lemon juice. Okay, that sounds And good. I I pre-make my bottles. It's, and uh, what strains do you like? I think you said Super Green Malaysian in your article. I do. I, that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't really believe in all those fancy names, but I, mean, I, I think there's a difference between maybe green and white slightly maybe. I don't know, but I, yeah. I like the green and, and white. So have you had any other side effects with Kratom at all? Besides you said you had to drink a lot of water. Yeah, I really, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I had stomach issues and that cleared it up. And I think it just like does it helps me so much eliminate it eliminates the pain. So it just like dehydration, like that's kind of a big thing. Like I do have to drink, you know, a good amount of water. But that's that's really that's it. Like my advice uh, to like people just learning about Kratom is to do their research. Yeah. And and really, especially with vendors and, you know, to read, learn about the plant, like maybe get like small portions of it, like not, and then see what works best for them and start, start with a low dose. Yeah. And then, then you can work your way up to see what's, what's the right dose for you. Oh, and then also it's, you know, it's really important to not mix Kratom with medications, you know, because that, well, that's not safe. I mean, you should consult. Um, healthcare professional, or you know, you gotta you gotta research. Um, that's important. I mean, especially like if you're on heart medication or like blood thinners. Yeah. Really important. You don't want to mix that. And I I think a lot of people, even when they're trying to get off opiates, they try to taper down as much as possible off of the opiates, and then introduce the kratom after that. I think the same with the alcohol too. Is uh, I've heard a lot of people. You know, they'll say, yeah, I'll just have some beers just so I'm not withdrawn from the alcohol. But then they say eventually, which is pretty crazy. I've talked to a couple of people who are heavy drinkers, and, and they said eventually they just don't crave a, a drink anymore when they have their Kratom every day, which is yeah, nuts. Yeah, no, I noticed that. I know, isn't that crazy? Because, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I drank some, you know, some. Yeah. I was never a heavy drinker, but, mm-hmm. but I noticed, like, I 
have no desire to, to have a beer or anything. It's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, especially, I think it's amazing that people are quitting heroin because yeah. methadone and suboxone, those, you know, those have negative side effects and, you know, they carry risk for respiratory depression. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think Kratom is way better than methadone. Yeah. I think Americans deserve to know or at least have the option. You know, I mean, that's great if methadone is, you know, the way for for someone to go. You know, that's I'm not bashing that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least, you know, they should have the option and they should know about Kratom. Hopefully that will happen one day so they can choose which route they want to go. Yeah, really. Have you ever had like a doctor that you could openly talk about with Kratom? No, not yet. No, okay. I mean, honest, but I was, you know, thinking about like definitely mentioning it because I think that would be important, you know, get the word out and just talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking like for a doctor, that would be an opportunity to, you know, learn about it actually if, you know, they have – because I hear, you know, some people will say, you know, their doctors will just look it up. Uh, and then the FDA doesn't approve it, so they'll tell their patients that because they really don't know about it. Um, and but then yeah, they don't know anything about it yet. Yeah, but then there are some others who will, you know, the, their patient will tell them, "Hey, this stuff really helps me," and they'll listen to it and they'll say, "Well, your blood pressure's fine. This is fine. You know, if it helps you, then go ahead and take it." But but yeah, it really depends on the doctor. Yeah. There are some that are you know that are open, but. I think the majority are not, or there are a lot that just are not. And that's a shame. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I was never, I was never denied my pain meds or anything like that. Like I was, you know, because I know a lot of pain patients are just being cut off and I think that's terrible. Yeah. Um, You know, fortunately that didn't happen to me, but I just, you know, I don't like the side effects. So, um, you know, of course I always took them responsibly and all that, but yeah, I'm very thankful that I did find Kratom. Just when I found Kratom, it helped me so much and I didn't feel impaired or it didn't change my personality at all. And it just gave me focus yeah. and clarity and, you know, energy and it took my pain away and just, and my anxiety, it was, you know, it was great. It's just, so I wanted to go with Kratom definitely yeah. instead of morphine or Xanax and definitely not Neurontin or Tramadol. Yeah. I don't like those medications at all. And I mean, because Kratom really leaves your mind clear. Is that, do you think uh, that helps you, like, do your job and or just be more productive in general? Definitely. Yeah. Because yeah, um, when I was taking morphine, I had a hard time concentrating. Yeah. And But with Kratom, it doesn't do that. So that's why, you know, if, if only I would have found Kratom when I was nursing, like, I probably would still have a career now. Um it's just it's it's great for uh, mental clarity and focus. When you stop taking it, do you find your um, chronic pain comes back, and and do you just have to kind of you know put up with it for a couple of days when you want to take a break from kratom? I mean, honestly, it it does, but I do have to say that I feel like my condition is better. Yeah. All around, I don't know why. I don't know if. I don't know. It just seems like my condition is better. However, the pain does come back. So do you get involved in any uh, activism out there in California? Or do you do you even need to? I know it's legal there. I do, definitely. I, yeah. mean, I follow the American Kratom Association closely. And um, I'm district captain for District 5. So I'm trying to help them there with this new 
program that they're working on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you signed up for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's great. and I yeah. have, I, I have an advocacy group, um, Southeast beautiful. And so it's pretty, it's growing. It's I'm working on that. And what's, what's your uh, group called again? Uh, Southeast beautiful. And it's just a pro creatum group. Yeah. Yeah. Or... So, um, you know, we, try and put our minds together and I mean we we search the web try and find threats and you know see where like they're trying to ban Kratom across the country and then when we find those threats you know we communicate that with each other um the aka right you know so we try to just all work together so we can like band and I you know I'm trying to create unity and you know harmony harmony in the community you know, so we can win this thing and yeah. save our plant and, you know, keep, keep Kratom legal. And I'm always saying, you know, decriminalize Kratom because that's, that's what we're dealing with. They, you know, we're treated like criminals or something. I mean, I was literally treated like a criminal. I was arrested and held for four hours. You know, my poor son, you know, was just there too. Oh, uh, he was there. I, that's you know, terrible. Yeah, right? And I mean, it's all because I, you know, I mentioned I consumed, you know, a half teaspoon or whatever of Kratom. It doesn't always pay to be honest with the cops. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Kratom remains a dietary supplement. I would love to see it in the, um, you know, I would love to see Kratom at the dispensaries or in the vitamin shops. Yes. I don't want to see it behind a pharmacy counter or, you know, Schedule 2 or anything like that. Yeah. just, you know, be like square one. I mean, because they don't want to give patients their pain meds now. I mean, what, you know, they're not going to want to prescribe them Kratom. It's just going to make, I think people should have, you know, access to it um, freely since it's a plant anyway. But. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't think it should be regulated more than coffee and tea is, but we, we have to do something to make it legal. And I think that uh, Consumer Protection Act is good. From children, I mean, if children don't have any business taking Absolutely, it, so it'll give yeah. age restriction, and then maybe it'll keep the FDA off of our backs. I mm-hmm. don't know. Hopefully, yeah. And I mean, I'm not against traditional opioids. You know, not everyone yeah. can take kratom, or you know, kratom doesn't help everyone. Yeah, um, we're all different, and so you know, I think they should. Those people should have access to adequate pain relief. Right? Yes, definitely. But. Right, right. And then I just started growing, too. I, I got plants. Oh, did you? And they're growing. Yeah, so I'm excited because they're growing beautifully. How's uh, how's the climate where you are for that? I, I talked to a guy that ha- grows them in Ohio, and he just keeps them in pots and brings them in in the winter. So <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. so I, I got them like a month ago, and uh, they're out on my porch. And, you know, California, it's pretty warm right now. Yeah. And so, yeah, they're thriving. Uh, just that, you know, I... I believe that Americans deserve to know that there is another option for pain treatment, such as Kratom, to at least have the option. Keep Kratom legal and just, you know, keep fighting for our plant. Everyone needs to stand up and speak out about it. And, you know, don't, don't be ashamed that you take it. I think there are some people who, you know, just take it secret, secretively. Yeah. We really need it. That needs to be changed, I think. Yeah, Kratom does not get you high. It doesn't impair you. It doesn't intoxicate you. It doesn't cause a Thank you, Cami Ann Davis. The music is Risey. The song is Memories of Thailand. The Kratom Science Podcast is written and produced by me, Brian Gallagher, for KratomScience.com. Take care.